Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 120-something of the Humane Roundup podcast. We are happy to present this during what a special week it is. It's ACO Appreciation Week. Holla! And today we have some awesome guests with us. Always awesome. We love having them on. It is the Humane Educators of Texas. That's right. HumaneEducatorsOfTexas.com. Check them out on your website. Thingy machine. You sure it's .com? Yeah, it's .com. We have them here to tell us. <laughs> if I would have messed it up, I'm sure I would have heard already. And we're going to have a special guest with our special guest, the master of disaster. I can't wait to hear about this. This is great. So uh, quickly before we start, it's ACO Appreciation Week. I will start just to say seriously, and I mean this sincerely, I really appreciate all the work that everybody does. And we have such a thankless job as all of us know that. And so from the Humane Roundup podcast, from myself, from Bishop, from everybody, Tim that does the editing from Hildy behind the scenes, we want to thank you for the work that you do. Obviously, you probably get some thanks here and there. Well, maybe you don't. I, I could understand if you don't, but it's a tough job. It's a thankless job. And we know how much hard work that goes into it. And so one of the reasons we do this podcast is to be there for you. Uh, and we want to just take this time to say thank you for continuing to kick ass out there and, uh, you know, be a voice for the voiceless. And I have nothing more other than to second that um, you may not feel appreciated within your area, within your department or by your city. Um, but know that those animals that you have helped have appreciated you, even if the two legged furless one, well, I mean, some people have, fur, yeah, but yeah, they <laughs> even, even if the humans in your life don't seem to appreciate you, all the animals that you have ever helped do. And we also appreciate working with you, trying to bring you content that will help you do your job better love to hear from you if you want to talk about your job reach out to us but thank you thank you thank you and thank you thank you the humane roundup <laughs> podcast well we have a fun special episode today so we're going to bring in kelly and tabitha from the humane educators of texas and seriously let's be honest who better to have on <laughs> for aco appreciation week than these two i mean if you eat like if you're just having a down day, you hear their voices and it's just like immediate pick me up. You know, they should have a phone number like those kids that you can call. If you're having a bad day, just call this no, number. No, and it's like a no, our number's blocked. No, no. Yeah. you should have that number and then it would be like, but it's for adults only because the content on there is probably inappropriate. Well, that's Tabitha's phone number and we put it into all the bathroom stalls. We can put it in. I th- or- Texas. Or one of those like pre-recorded, you know, if you had a stray dog today, dial one. And then there's like some catchy whatever from you guys. If you had a barking dog complaint, dial two. I think that's a great idea. I'm hearing a great <laughs> idea for an app. Yeah, yes. there you go. <laughs> the Humane Educators Wellness app. That's yes. It's there that. to give you support through pre-recorded messages. <laughs> Yes. See? Okay, be, wow, no one steal that idea. <laughs> well, you have it patented on the show, so it's there. We have it there. So you're Perfect. good. I want at least like a 10%. It, it was my idea. 
You can also pay 10% of the startup too. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Kelly. Yes. How are things in Texas? I mean, I know I've seen updates and posts. How are things down there in Texas? Well, it's almost summertime, so it's getting warmer, which also makes Tabitha angrier because her internal body, body temperature is directly related to her mood. So mm. we're in danger soon. <laughs> but everything's good. We uh, we started doing spays and neuters here at our facility. Oh, fun. With a local shelter. So twice a month we have surgeries up here. And we have a new employee, Shia. And so she's keeping us in line, which is oftentimes scary. Because, yeah. <laughs> good luck to you, Shia. Every, everything we do, we're like, oh, Shia's going to kill us if we put this stuff right here. We got to put it away. <laughs> so she's been awesome to have on hand. But we also, we, yeah, also was... and so we also started, uh, it's still in the infancy. We're still babies. But we are starting our nonprofit for mental health resources for for animal welfare professionals. So uh, it's going to be called Humane Help, and it's H-E-L-P, Helping, Educating, and Leading Professionals. That's awesome. Yeah, so we're in the infancy getting our board together, and it's Tabitha's pet project now. And she's terrified. She's reading lots of books because she's got to do all the research. But uh, we're excited to jump into that this year i'm really excited to hear about that that more yeah that's that sounds amazing are you doing that with uh, anyone else are you partnering with anyone else on that or is that going to be your own thing so as far as our board goes we've got um, a veterinarian on the board we have a mental health professional on the board we've got some other animal control animal welfare people on the board we're just trying to get uh, the people put together in that core board a good cross section of animal welfare um, so that we can kind of hit all the aspects of it. That's fantastic news. I love it. But like I said, it's in the infancy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's there. Like the, the spark is there and that's, what's important. I'm, I'm excited for that one. I am too. I'm really excited. What about um, upcoming training? I mean, I know you just finished up, I think, I was watching on Instagram or Facebook that you just kind of finished up some classes at the, at your um, facility. So uh, do you have some more coming up soon and, or are you traveling? So we are going to be traveling at the end of this month. We've got um, classes down in Pearland, Texas, close to the coast. Uh, And then the next week in Aransas Pass, which is further down the coast. But yeah, we've got classes going on all over the state as well as here at our academy um, next week, though, I'm flying to Orlando. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> Are you is that HSUS? I, no, uh, oh. I'm tagging along with my husband. He's going to a law enforcement uh, conference next week, so I'm tagging along for a couple nights with him. And I reached out trying to find some ACOs that I could, you know, gift with some fun goodies while I'm down there, but no one's reached out to me. So, um, you know what I'll do? I will um, let me post something. I'm in one of their facebook groups and so maybe maybe i can get get a contact for you yeah that'd be great because i'd like yeah. to bring some goodies down from from texas to what part of uh, where's the conference it's gonna be at uh the renaissance orlando by sea world okay cool yeah um yeah so definitely we're, we're flying Is out it... on tuesday and i'll be back on thursday <laughs> 
Are you doing any traveling while you're down there? No, because we're just flying in. I'll, I'll probably just putz around whatever Ubers I can get. Okay. I was going to say, because um, I went down for the uh, to the Miami-Dade shelter, which was just a beautiful facility. Um, so I was going to say, if you had a chance to get down that way. Yeah, do they? I don't even know if they have a shelter in Orlando. I'd, I'd like to pop in there and do a little tour. If, if they did, right. it's probably full of like Daffy Duck and like Mickey Mouse. They probably don't even have dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they just probably like fake Mickey Mouses that are running around Disney. They're like, no, impound that guy. <laughs> They're like, put him in the kettle, bro. I don't know who that is. That Disney character is some fake like Bugs oh. Bunny jumping around. I don't even know. Like, that would be my like. Okay, we have new staff on board today. You're going to dress up in the Mickey Mouse costume and be in the cage by (laughs) it's 7.30 a.m. So when they come in at 8 o'clock. Oh, my goodness. That's a I was just down there uh, a couple months ago. And it's just like it's like I'm not a huge like Disney person, but it's such an amazing like establishment, how they have it. Just all the working pieces. I'll just say that much. Um, except for the security guard with the speaker on his chest. <laughs> this is so weird. Anyway, I'll get into that at some other time, but man, oh man. Um, cool. Well, have fun down there. That sounds like a lot of fun. And um, are you, are you going to attend any of the law enforcement stuff or is that specifically for? Probably not because okay. the conference is the power DMS conference, oh. which is a policy software for law yeah. enforcement. Got it. So scoop out my eyeballs with a spoon. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll sit by the pool and have a margarita. <laughs> so tell us about Shia's new position. I'll let Shia tell you about her new position. And, yes. and her title. Oh, I want to hear about her title. Hey, Shia. Hello. I'm sorry. Did you know what you were getting into when you got, when you applied for the position? Kind of, but not (laughs) enough. (laughs) So the question is, do you regret it? I don't regret it. I feel like I've helped these two stay more organized and keep their heads on a little bit better. But they do they do cause me quite a bit of stress with their shenanigans. So <laughs> you're a miracle you worker. Yes, I'm trying. Did you have to sign a, like a, a waiver when you started that you could not like sue or go to HR or <laughs> charges against you know, any of the I've, two? I've asked those questions. You know, like what if what if something happens and I do decide to sue the company? Um, you have no money yeah no money it hasn't it hasn't gone well for me so not not we're not at that point yet and the hr department is the cat so you talk to him all you want right (laughs) (laughs) the cat we'll we'll purr purr in your ear for a little bit and you'll be fine that's the hr department yes wow that could go bad really fast (laughs) um so talk, like, can you give a little of your background? Like, did you do animal control before? Like, how did you get into this and, and kind of, you know, where you think you're going to go with it all? Yeah, so I have not um, been in animal control. However, I have worked at uh, two animal shelters. Um, the one that I'm at currently, I'm coming up on my four-year anniversary there. I started out as 
a basic, you know, part-time animal care specialist, and now I am one of two senior animal health technicians. Um, and I'm just doing all that I can, and I love helping out here at Humane Educators. Um, I met them actually when I was taking classes here, um, and I just fell in love with these two, and I never left. <laughs> oh, they've held her hostage. That's what they call it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What is that called? The Stockholm Switzerland. syndrome. Stockholm Switzerland. Stockholm yeah. syndrome yeah. Yeah. has kicked in. That, when I when I toured right, it, I was there's no camera. When, <laughs> when we toured the facility, I was wondering why there was a bed in the reptile room. <laughs> Don't ask questions, Dan. <laughs> I didn't. I had a flight to catch that day. I was like, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, we brought Shia on in October. Uh, part-time so she's here a couple days a week and helps us prep for classes keep the building clean and organized and starting this summer she's going to take on uh teaching some classes for us so she's going to be teaching some kennel tech based classes to train new baby kennel techs that are out in the world that is awesome and she's going to start traveling with us so if you make it to taka this year you'll get to see her bright and shiny face yay (laughs) There is some talk about the humane roundup. That that was a bad, that was a bad segue. I was like, there is some talk about the humane roundup uh, coming down to talk about both of us, not just uh, me, but uh, even Bishop. Yay! We're excited about that. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be fun. (laughs) That is fun. So here's what I'd like, since it's ACO Appreciation Week, I'd like to put you on, both of you, and we really haven't heard much from tab i don't know what she's doing over there with her mute button um twiddling her thumbs yeah so from both of you but i would love to hear like a good positive aco story whether it was one of yours or somebody else that you worked with a coworker, um just so we could shed shed that's not the right word share some uh aco appreciation this week all right <laughs> this is tabitha hey, there Kelly. she is Kelly's making gang signs at me, telling me I got to unmute. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my favorite uh, happy ACO stories, there are so few about me, but there's a, there's a couple. One was um, one of the first kind of rescues I guess I did by myself in animal control was a kitten stuck in a little like PVC pipe. Oh. And the... <laughs> The area that I worked in was not going to send any help. So I didn't have the luxury like Kelly did sometimes of like the fire department helping or, you know, other people with equipment helping. It was just me and like whatever was on my truck. And it took me about three hours, but I got him out and we named him PVC. And that was his, (laughs) like he got adopted with the name PVC. It was very cute. But most of my happy stories are cat stories because, I mean... I could just now correct me if I'm wrong. I could just see you putting your face on the pipe and trying to suck the cat out of the pipe. <laughs> you know what? That would have been smart. I didn't even think about that. No other options. That would have been smart. Or blow it out the smart. other end. There's so many bad jokes. I was using like snake tongs and like leash. I that was that was smart. You know what? Next time I see a kitten in a pipe. Oh, I'm gonna get it out. Mouth on it. That's right. Oh, That's right. An easier way. <laughs> I love. I just love talking to you too. It's just the best time ever. I don't know about that. Mm. <laughs> Another thing to try is uh, 
YouTube videos of mama cats crying. I've seen, yeah, I've seen videos of people doing that online, it, but it you gotta works. understand, I'm, I'm no youngin. <laughs> there was no YouTube on your phone when I started. Wait, can I, speaking of youngin, and not to get too personal, did you yeah. just, you posted a photo of your daughter at the prom? Is it really yeah. that, like, we're that old already? Yes. Holy yes. Holy moly. Guacamole. They're going to be, yeah, they're going to be a senior next year. How? How? Where does time uh, Well, I mean, clearly I was like eight when I had them because, you know, <laughs> I'm so young. <laughs> no, I don't know where the time went. It's killing me. But yeah, prom was last night. That's how, did you like make her come home at 10? Like, how did that work? Oh, no. No, my, I was, I went to hockey. Are you kidding? My husband <laughs> dropped her off at prom. I went to a hockey game. They come out, son. Yeah. Bye. <sighs> yeah. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. Time goes by fast. Kelly, do you um, have a happy story? Someone has happy stories. We all have happy stories. My happy stories always include dogs because dogs are better. No, they're, they're awesome. <laughs> So uh, probably my favorite was involved a, a storm drain and getting an Akita out of the storm drain. And this Akita had gone to four weeks of board and train. Owners had sent them off to, to be trained. The owner picked the dog up at the end of the four weeks, took the dog home. She opened up her back of her car. The dog jumped out and took off. And she was screaming and yelling at the dog and it just took off. So, you know, those four weeks really helped. <laughs> and the dog was on on the run for about three weeks. We tried traps. We tried, you know, everything we can think of. And we kept getting little glimpses of where she'd, you know, dart off into the woods. We finally got a sighting that she was in a storm drain that went underneath our major toll road that ran through town. And oh, wow. so it was about six lanes of traffic across this this toll road uh northbound and southbound and so one end of the storm drain was blocked off with a grate the other one was open so we posted up my boss at one end with the open end and i opened up the storm drain on the other side and uh she was freaked out and running back and forth and so finally i was able to dart her inside the storm drain and she, of course, went right to sleep in the middle of the storm drain. <laughs> so my boss was completely claustrophobic, so he was not going in the storm drain. So I started crawling in, and about halfway to her, I realized, wait, this is like an 85-pound Akita who's sedated, not anesthetized, and I need to drag her out backwards because I'm going to crawl in and crawl out backwards. So... I still had my radio on. I got my radio and I was like, maybe I could have the fire department come help. Like, I don't know, tie a rope to my leg and pull me out. So I have to like do this shimmy crawl back. Fire department comes out. They poke their head, head in the other end of the storm drain. And they're like, oh, there's a dog in there. We, we don't go in for animals. And I'm like, uh, what? but I'm in here. <laughs> <laughs> do you go in for me? And they're like, we'll, we'll check the, the oxygen levels in there for you to go. It's fine. I'm breathing just fine. It's just <laughs> very tight and I'm going to have to get this dog out. So they were of no help. So I got her catch pulled and did this like, you know, shimmy backwards and then pull and shimmy backwards and pull and got her all the way out and back to the shelter. And uh, she woke up and her owner came and got her and they were all super excited to see each other. 
And I spent about two weeks fixing the injuries to my arms from crawling around in the storm drain. (laughs) But, you know, everybody else I worked with was claustrophobic. So I guess you got to do what you got to do. She made it home and she was happy and healthy and safe and no injuries. So did she ever get out again? Nope. Nope. Nice. (laughs) Nope. If she did, we didn't get called. Man, I, I just love hearing those stories and like the that's the stuff that people need to hear and see is like we seriously go through so many different things like in putting our bodies in different positions etc it's just amazing um to hear like what you've done and um, i know there's people listening that have done similar things or, or different but but kind of similar things and so i just i love the fact that we run into situations that like hey we got you have to do it and then it carries over to your normal life too in a lot of aspects you're like yeah i mean i'll go in there i've done that when i was working or whatever it's not a it doesn't bother me so um that's really awesome stuff you know what though dan to go along with that right after we moved into my current house we had a situation where we had a bat loose in our house I literally thought about putting my uniform on because I'm like, I feel better with my uniform on than trying to catch this bat without it. It's like so putting funny. on your Wonder Woman costume. Like, yes, you're, you're ready for battle. Yes. Like I seriously considered putting it on cause I screamed at least two or three times. That is absolutely awesome. I love that. Bishop, what what fun story do you have for us? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so I don't do a whole lot with wildlife, um, just because I'm not trained in it or anything. Um, but I had gotten a call for a goose that was sitting on somebody's deck like a canadian goose those dudes are usually pretty freaking mean um so i thought canadians um, were supposed to be nice oh the canadians are fine their (laughs) geese suck (laughs) like that they're mean um but i walked up and here's this little here's this goose just sitting there and he doesn't move So I walk up to him and I pick him up and he just sits there and I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what to do with you now. Um, Well, I put him in my vehicle and I don't know if there was a big migration going on or maybe it was springtime. I think it was springtime. So there was a bunch of geese down at one of the parks, which come to find out the night before officers had actually picked up a goose and taken it to this park as well and I'm thinking it was the same goose Um, because I go to release the goose by the other flock because I'm like here join your brethren and then it starts following me (laughs) and it wouldn't like I'm trying to chase it back into the nope it followed me well then I'm like okay obviously you've been imprinted on so then I had to try to catch it again which was hilarious in and of itself because then it didn't want to be caught but it kept following me so eventually um myself and a cso we were able to catch the goose again 
Um, and we transported them to our raptor education group. And they're like, yeah, somebody clearly imprinted on it and then just released it thinking that it could go live its life in the wild. Um, so that's how Bruce the Goose became a, pres- a permanent resident of the... Bruce the Goose. <laughs> Bruce the Goose. Um, of the raptor education group in our area. I was at one... At- for like a second, I thought you said rapper education group, and then the name Bruce, <laughs> then the name Bruce the Goose came out, and I just all I could think about it's like Bruce the Goose. I'm about to get loose, you know what I mean? And I was like, oh man, he's really going in. Like I really want to see his rapping Canadian Goose. But I don't think we're going to see that guy today. Um, and if we did, that would be really cool. So Bruce the Goose, if you're listening, if you could throw some bars, uh, that'd, be, that'd be great. Oh, good grief. What about uh, you, Dan? <laughs> you know, there's so many different, like, I I don't know what to choose from. It's like recency biased. Um, I had this great rescue, but probably one of my favorite um, is when I worked in Eagle uh, in 2015-16. There was a call that came in for a dog that was like stuck on this island of ice in the Eagle River. And what mm-hmm. happened was, what happened was... <laughs> some irresponsible foster person uh, allowed the dog to be off leash and chase after deer. Why do people do that on ice? Yeah. Well, I don't, well, it happened on a pathway and the dog chased it as far as it could. And the deer was like, I know how to walk on this stuff and you don't. So I'm going to leave you in the ice instead of leave you in the dust. He left him in the ice. (laughs) And so the Island of ice was in the middle of the river, probably, 20 yards from the shore and the river it's not like a real river colorado doesn't have like rivers where you actually can like put boats on it it's like a creek but it's long and so the definition is the river because of the distance not the width or the depth if that makes sense okay so you can wade the river those of you that are old enough to remember the game oregon trail if you didn't die of um what was yeah thank you Uh, you died in the river because you couldn't forge it correctly. And I have, you know, I probably could have waited for like fire and swift water rescue and all that stuff. And it was cold too. Obviously there's ice. And I was just like, F it. I, that was around the time where Bear Grylls was cool. You remember that guy? Like yep. Bear Grylls. <laughs> oh, good grief. <laughs> I just, so I just Did remember. you get naked, Dan? Well, <laughs> yeah, let, well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And no. Um, Oh boy. So this dog, it's like a, I want to say he's like, he had to be 70 pounds of cane corso. And I get on the Island. I like walk through the water just with my work boots and my, and my, you know, pant, my pants and stuff. So I was not naked at that time. And I get on the Island and the dogs, you know, I do my classic kneel down, look at the dog, look away from the dog, make some noises, ignore the dog. Like, what's he going to do? Right. Um, and he's still a little bit away from me, but his, fir- his body language at first was like, I'm out. He was like, I'm... and then he realized, no, I'm not, I'm not going in that cold ass water. <laughs> um, so he like, he got, he, he definitely was like a little timid and I just took my time, walked over to him, uh, leashed him up. And then I was like, come on, bud, we're going to, we're going to just forge this ice river together. And he's like, no, we're, we're not. Absolutely not. Like you can carry me. Um, <laughs> I'm not putting my feet in there. I already was in there. I'm freezing. 
bastard. So I had to pick him up and walk over like these, you know, a river. Like it was probably like two feet up to my knees. Um, but it, it was it was probably a bad thing like i wasn't trained on it and like i could have fell the rocks were slippery um but i got him in the in my personal vehicle because i was on my way to work and then took him there put some blankets on him um and then then i got naked i wrote a ticket <laughs> I, I ended up writing a ticket but i did not write it naked what yeah well, you could have written it right. naked as long as you didn't deliver it naked <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, yeah. ruin a good story with facts, Dan. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, and then the person was upset because they got a ticket. And I was like, bro, like, your dog, first off, was chasing wildlife. Second off, was, like, stranded on an island of ice. What am I just going to be like, oh, don't do that again. Like, I don't really care who you're fostering this dog for or what your connections to the community are. Like, that deserves a ticket. I'm sorry. And uh, so they got a ticket. And... Um, the dog ended up getting adopted. I wonder if they renamed him to like something icy or I don't know. But, um, so that was, that's, you know, I, that was one, like there's so many, that was one of my favorites. Um, I just love the fun stuff that we get to do. You know, I love like scaring people, like just pulling up on the side of the road, like getting out of the truck, like, Hey, I just wanted to thank you for having your dog off leash or on leash. Excuse me. Here's a bag of treats. And they're like, Oh, what the hell just happened? So, yeah yeah well I, I feel like a lot of our feel-good stories come along with doing things we weren't necessarily trained on how to do mm, yeah <laughs> uh, we get ourselves in a lot of positions where we don't have the proper training or equipment or specialization <laughs> but you know what we still jump in there and we get the job done and you know i think that's what makes this profession one of the things that makes it so unique is even without specialized training we still figure out the problem and get it handled and that's what makes us so like all of us so great right that ability to improvise critical thinking yeah. you know those those like you said those tasks that aren't um, trained and, and, so... and when it comes to training new acos something tabitha always is you know trying to harp on especially in our fto training classes is you've got to teach them critical thinking yeah. all the rest you know the laws and the minor details here and there that that comes with time but they've got to have the ability to critically think and work through problems on their own or have the ability to think who can I contact to help me think through this problem. But critical thinking is like one of the biggest things that new ACOs need to have right off the bat. Mm -hmm. I could absolutely agree with that. That's a great statement. And, um, it really makes, it really makes a good, um, overall well-rounded officer for sure. Yeah. What do you think? Should we put Shia back on and make her play pick of the litter? Yeah, but no. before we do that, can yeah. I chime in on something? So oh, please, yeah. Next <laughs> month is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm. And so we really wanted to bring Shia on to talk about the initiatives that she has started at the shelter she works at okay. uh, in regards to mental health for the staff there at the shelter. She's doing some awesome things out there and came up with some good ideas that hopefully others can maybe put forth in their facilities. Let's hear about it. I'd love yeah. To hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, um, I've worked at the shelter that I'm currently at for almost four years. So I've been through a lot. You know, lots of highs, lots of lows, um, lots of happy times, lots of sad times, and we have a lot of new staff now. So um, we recently had a big intake of 
medium to large dogs and it was really stressful on all of us and I could just see how it was really wearing on the staff and um, I knew I needed to do something to change that. So I came up with a little list of things that I thought might help encourage the staff and I also talked to Tabitha and Kelly and got their ideas as well. Uh, and I took that list to our operations manager and our director and I really just presented it to them like we are having a hard time right now and we need help and we need support and these are the ideas that I came up with. Um, so now we're doing things like twice a month we have a um, all staff lunch and it's kind of just you know you can bring your own food and just come hang out with, with your coworkers and chat and, you know, get to know each other a little bit more, not necessarily revolving around work because, um, you know, we need breaks from work so we can kind of just hang out and talk about whatever we want. Um, we're also doing a monthly potluck to celebrate kind of the birthdays that we're doing every month. And that's the one that I'm excited about because every month we're supposed to have a different theme. Um, so next month the theme is Italian food. So everyone's going to bring Italian food and we're all just going to hang out and, um, you know, food will be provided <laughs> during that one. Um, we've got board games and card games and, um, just, you know, on break or during lunch, if you want to get away and hang out with someone, you can pull out a board game and, um, recently, I think it was last week, we had a game of like 15 people playing Uno. Um, nice. And I just think it's, it's really great that we're getting together. And I'm really grateful that my superiors were on board with the ideas that I presented. And they have really been proactive and, you know, getting these games for us and, and asking for donations for things and providing us with just chocolate sometimes when we're sad, you know. <laughs> Um, so I'm really grateful that at least, you know, we might not be able to have more money or stuff like that, but at least we're having a lot more support and, um, our managers and, and director are really there for us to help make us, you know, feel heard when we need to be. That sounds awesome. Is this something that, that you spearheaded as, as far as the entire thing, or have you worked with other people on it? So... I've kind of spearheaded the entire thing. Um, I took the compassion fatigue class that's offered here at Humane Educators um, last year. And that's actually when I started the monthly lunches where you just kind of come hang out and bring your own food and we can just get together. Um, but then when I, when I noticed that that wasn't really enough, um, I was like, I need to, I need to, I need to fix this. I need to change this. Um, so I, I took that initiative and did what I could to change it. Awesome. And one of the other projects, are you still working on with the, like, the secret Santa type? Yes. Yes. So I need a new name for this. So if you have any name ideas, I want to do a secret Santa type thing where every quarter or something, um, we all draw names and we have like our secret buddy um, where if we notice that our person is kind of feeling down or having a hard time, then we can just get them a little snack that they like or a little, um, gift and try and lift their spirits a little bit, but you don't know who it is that's giving you the gifts. So it's like, 
anybody could be secretly watching and making sure that your mental health is okay. And um, just kind of another way to support each other and um, make us more of a team and more of a unit, which I know also will help with our daily lives at work um, and just teamwork in general. So if you have any names other than Secret Santa. <laughs> Pause for kindness. Oh, I like that. Look at you on the spot. <laughs> I like Shelter Pal. Oh, yeah. I like that too. That's cute. Too bad it's that not called cute. a pound. You could have Pound Pals. <laughs> Do you remember, remember puppy Pound dog Puppies? Pound Pals? Yes. Remember the Pound Puppy Dogs? Oh, I love those things. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time to play it. Should we play it? Shy, are you ready? Okay. What? Is, how do I do this? How do I spell your name, though? I have to spell your name right. Spell your name. S-H-Y-A-H. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Okay, so the pick of the litter is brought to you by the Humane Educators of Texas. Um, <laughs> and this game, what we do, I know some of it may not relate to you, so you can say none, you can pass, you can do whatever the heck you want. We just throw stuff out there, questions, and then you tell us your answer in whatever way you want to answer it's up to you you don't have to be influenced by anybody just answer how you would answer oh goodness okay are you ready yes i'm ready all right are you sure no i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> all right so van truck or suv suv fast cat dog or other other. What yeah. other? Yeah, alligator. we want to know. Definitely alligator. Uh. <laughs> no, you can't keep an alligator. I keep telling them, like, we can, we're an education facility. Like, we can just get a, a little alligator. I'll take care of it. No. Did no. you, Hi. did you know if you moved up to Wisconsin, you could legally own up to a 10-foot alligator in my city? Wow. <laughs> no. Are you serious? No, shot. I... No. They wanted to ban sugar gliders <laughs> because five other states banned them. And I'm like, what are the other states? Well, Florida, California, Hawaii. I said, yeah, do you see a, a theme they, there? Yeah. The temperature, they can survive outside. You let one go in Wisconsin. We're not going to have a problem come wintertime. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to be an invasive species. But they would, they left the alligator on. So you can have up to a 10 foot alligator in my city. Cool. So um, I'm moving to Wisconsin. <laughs> Kelly, it was nice knowing you. And, um, so and, uh, and... <laughs> I, I know some people, I, I, I can get you hooked up. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh. You're a bad influence, Ashley. No, well, you know. <laughs> I do what I can. <laughs> uh, hip hop, country, or rock? Hip hop. Yes. Non. <laughs> it's you losing. You heard his rapping. Earlier. Yeah, well, that was that was Chuck the Duck or whatever the hell is. Chuck the Duck. Bruce, Bruce the Goose. <laughs> Chuck the Duck is his counterpart. You know? <laughs> they team up for rap battles. Yeah, they drop they drop eggs on them. I feel I feel like um, Jess, who's writing her 
book about the raccoon needs to have a Chuck the Duck and a Bruce the Goose now. Yes. <laughs> I, I recently learned there's a lot of children's books revolving around farting, wow. specifically oh. animals farting. So I feel like maybe we could throw some farts in there. Those would be good sellers. They would oh, all right. All right. <laughs> Get on Amazon. Just Google. It's great. <laughs> Well, everybody poops, don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the pick of the litter. Uh, nonprofit, PD, or Muni? Nonprofit, I guess. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we said some of this may not. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Bite or cruelty? Okay. My not- thought process for that is um, I'd rather deal with animal bites than looking at cruelly treated animals. Mm. So, <laughs> Fair enough. So this one isn't maybe going to pertain to you. Maybe answer it for whether or not well, I don't want to guide you on the answer. Yeah, she- <laughs> don't okay. leave the witness. I'm not leaving the witness. I'll stop. Uh, body armor or none? body armor okay for that my thought process is i am not very much a cat person don't throw anything at me tabitha (laughs) um so i always wear as much protection as possible especially dealing with angry cats (laughs) you know what that's that's one of the things i love the most about my bulletproof vest is when i have a cat that is like starting to freak out on me i can push it against my chest and yeah. I don't have to worry about the claws. Yes. Love that. <laughs> uh, barking or stray? I don't know. None. None. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's the right answer. Yes. <laughs> Cell phone or radio? Cell phone. Shia, have you created a TikTok page for Humane Educators of Texas yet? No. <gasps> no. Now I will. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, my yes, gosh, yes. you're a genius. <laughs> <laughs> yes, gonna, I know you we're need. We're gonna be so famous. Tabitha <laughs> <laughs> is gonna be in every single one. <laughs> I love this. Yes, I'm so excited. That's a good Well, Shy, it was nice knowing you. Uh, <laughs> we'll have your uh, last check in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Enjoy Wisconsin. <laughs> that, that escalated quickly. It's gonna be it's gonna be very hard for her to run a TikTok page from Wisconsin. That's all I'm saying. Wow, that's true. No, and she'll be very busy with her alligator. So, <laughs> do not hold your breath for a humane educator's TikTok. I know our shelter has already gone viral with their TikTok. So, one of their staff members has put. What was that? We could get a. <laughs> yeah i th- i think you'd get I-, I think it would be a good thing a hundred percent nobody wants to watch that tiktok no i think a hundred percent matter of fact if you're listening you to this podcast please send us a message so we can forward no. it to the- mm-hmm. nobody texas and that nobody TikTok rolling. dan i think nobody we need to put a poll on the facebook page yeah I, psh, yes. I love that yeah nobody <laughs> wants to see that I think they and do. and it doesn't it doesn't need to happen. 
Oh, no, it I, absolutely I does. It, yeah, I think people are actually into this idea. Uh, yeah. There's nobody. Dan, you know there's an entire fan club dedicated to hating me. It's called the I Hate Tabitha <laughs> fan club. But that's, nobody that's wants to psychology. see a TikTok of us. No, that's reverse like... psychology. They love you, and that's just the way they that they say they love uh, you. Clearly, you've not met many of the people in this fan club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Zoom insane. or in person, Shia? Um, in person. Okay. Skunk or DOA? <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, and the last one, and maybe you've got a little bit of experience. Catchpole, Snappy Snare, or Lariat? I think Snappy Snare. Ah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <sighs> this is great. What an episode. What an awesome time. To have you two on, three on. There's three of you now. Dan can't a, count. I'm not a math. Figured this uh, out. Yep, yeah, I do. And math, math not meth. <laughs> oh gosh. Both are hard. They are hard. Um. So yeah, thank you for sharing some fun stories and talking about what's going on in the future over there. And we're really excited to hear more about this um, humane health. Uh, so as we get that more. Um, yeah solidified please come back on you know you're always always welcome and let's talk about uh, that as well uh, that's such a huge component before i left my last agency they were actually starting to do some good things um where they had the same people that serviced the police department for mental health uh service uh, the animal control and you know just offering some sessions one-on-one -on -one, offering some group sessions doing some training talking about the book of the dead uh, where you know a lot of our you know, trauma lives. And I just Book think it's so dead. I love it. And so I can expand a little bit on that is what happens is let's say you're out on a case. Uh, we had a tragic beating case. Uh, we had some leads. It wasn't handled well uh, from uh, some law enforcement officials. Uh, I shouldn't throw shade, but it is just, it's the, it's the nature. And I'm just using it as context. I'm not throwing like real shade. Um, but my point is like this case, one of the worst cases we've ever witnessed and um and then uh, unfortunately all the leads go dry and it just it's a situation where it's like well like it sucks like we can't do anything we hmm. um we tried everything we've exhausted so many hundreds of man hours etc and um but that case like you'll never get justice for that case and so it lives in what you call the book of the dead and so you'll forget about it but at times those pages uh, come up and that trauma is relived. And so trying to keep it in the Book of the Dead or work through that Book of the Dead uh, is kind of how it, the context is. So it's, yeah. it's tough. Hmm. Yeah. I live in the Book of the Dead, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> I'm crying. Well, well no. with um, you know May being Mental Health Awareness Month, I mean, I think it's a perfect time to start thinking about, you know, especially during ACO Appreciation Week, is appreciating everybody appreciating the officers appreciating the shelter staff because we're going through a lot uh every day uh, mental health wise and so this week is our our one week to just really thank everybody and to just uh let our profession shine and i think that's a huge step uh for mental health 
Absolutely. And let me ask the group, I'm curious, if you could get, like, if your department did one thing or gave you one thing, uh, what what would that look like for you? What would make you feel like, all right, that's cool, like, or are you not into that? Like, just curious. For me, probably um, the last agency I worked for, they were they were fairly good about it. Um, each each year that for the week of AC Appreciation Week, um, they highlighted each of the animal control officers on Facebook, uh, so that each day got a new officer, and then they'd spend one day on the shelter staff, and you know, kind of hitting on fosters, volunteers, and the whole shelter aspect of it as well. So that was really nice to just have that kind of recognition on a social media standpoint. But mm-hmm. also even our our shelter staff would bring the ACOs, we'd have like, you know, little thank you cards or, you know, snacks or gift cards would just they just leave them on our desk as, you know, thanks during uh, ACO week just nobody was asking to be, you know, brought up and put on this pedestal, but the staff really did appreciate the work that we did out in the field, so that was always felt nice to you'd come in from a hard call and there'd be a thank you note waiting on your desk. And you're like, Oh, Oh, well, I wasn't expecting that. That felt pretty good. So that was always nice. Yeah. So it's the little things I think that have the biggest impact. Just a a thank you goes a long way. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I agree with that also. Um, You know, it's just like the, the small appreciations and the, you know, if, someone does something nice just say 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 thank you or just you go out of your way to do something nice to show someone that you appreciate them and you know just reminding people that we're kind of all in this together and it gets hard um but we've got to be there to support each other definitely absolutely i agree with all that but can i just say yes (laughs) oh boy (laughs) My old agency never recognized us until the last couple years I was there. And I'm just going to say, thank you notes. Very nice. Pat on the back. I'm down for it. But have you ever had tacos? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm going to tell you, they brought us tacos that year. And I've never felt more appreciated. There you go. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. That's so true, though, isn't it? Tabitha always thinking about tacos. (laughs) Taco Tuesday. (laughs) See, you could do a TikTok taco. Let's talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, we we really appreciate your time and coming on and and having a great time. As always, uh, make sure you check out the Humane Educators of Texas on Facebook, on Instagram, and maybe soon, maybe, I don't know, maybe on TikTok soon. But check them out. You can check out their website, humaneeducatorstexas.com. And as always, we like to say thanks for listening and keep it humane. 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 Awesome. That's brutal every time. It is. <laughs> it is.